Welcome to the Faith to Achieve podcast, where faith plus works equals achievement. This podcast is all about inspiring you to put aside fear and doubt so you can live the abundant life you were created to live and bless others in the process. Here's your host. He's an entrepreneur, noted financial expert, author, blogger, top peak performance strategist, and most importantly, a child of God, Ralph Irvin. Hello, everyone. This is Ralph with FaithToAchieve.com, and today I want to talk to you about the power of mentoring, the power of mentoring. I can think back to many times in my life when, if it wasn't for someone who had taken the time to share information with me and to help guide me in the right direction, I don't know where I would be. Uh, Mentoring has been so important in my life, whether it's been uh, coaches that I've had, my parents, um, friends, people at church, uh, just people around me in the community that I grew up in that made sure uh, to the best of of their ability that um, I stayed on the right path. So mentoring is something that I'm very passionate about and something that I think is important if you want to reach all of the goals that you have and be all that God has called you to be. So our foundational scripture for this is 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, 2 Timothy 2, 2. And I'm taking this from the New Living Translation, which I call the, the plain English uh, translation, which basically says, you've heard me teach these things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to others, to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. So that's, you know, a very powerful scripture right there, although it's very short. Um, that you've seen what I can do. It's been confirmed by people that know it's legitimate. Now take this information and pass it on to others. Uh, And the best way to pass it on to others is really to implement it for yourself. You know, whether we realize it or not, we're all being mentored by somebody. It may not be a formal arrangement. It may not be uh, an agreement that uh, was drafted with any kind of rigidity or anything like that. Um, the things that we watch on television are mentoring us. The people whose advice and counsel that we listen to, those people are mentoring us. Uh, the people that we allow to speak in our lives, the things that we read on social media uh, are all mentoring us. And in this day and age especially, it's critically important to guard your heart, to guard your ears, to guard your eyes, to guard all of those ports Uh, That can impact how you behave, how you think, uh, how you treat others, how you work, um, how you um, behave in public, all of those types of things. Um, You know, we talk a lot in in, in the news and in our country about homeland security. I like to position it more in terms of personal interactions as heartland security. What are you doing to guard your heart? What are the various entry points where... Uh, evil can penetrate, where negative negativity can penetrate, where you know you may have things going well in your life, you may have a certain set of standards that you uh, adhere to, but allowing an outside voice to change your thinking. Uh, all of those things are critically important and are all a part of, of mentoring. You know, there are many examples in the Bible of mentorship. You know, Jethro um, mentored Moses. Uh, he was a Midian priest who later became Moses' father-in-law. Uh, Moses mentored Joshua, uh, as well as the elders of Israel. Joshua mentored uh, leaders of his army. Eli mentored Samuel. Samuel men- mentored uh, Saul and David, who later became King David. Um, and then David mentored Solomon. And then 
further down the line, Jesus mentored his 12 disciples. So there are plenty of examples, many of which I've excluded here, um, of mentoring and how it is so you know, critically important and what the impact is of mentorship. And mentorship from wise counsel is what I really want to underscore. As I mentioned, we're mentored by anyone that we allow to have our ear, to have our attention, to have our focus. It could be reality TV. Maybe that's mentoring you or me. Um, many, many examples, some of which I already you know, spoke to. So um, critically important that we examine each and every relationship that we have. We examine what we watch, what we listen to. You may not stop and think that you're being influenced by those various mediums, but indeed we are. We are being uh, mentored and, and um, uh, influenced by you know, many forces out there that um, you know, are craving for our attention, that are trying to sell us something, get us to behave less than what we know to be the right thing, or in a, or in a manner, I should say, that we know not to be right. It's a constant battle for our mind, our hearts, our attention, uh, our pocketbook, and even our souls, um, you know, as believers. Uh, it's, it's a daily fight. And the worst thing any of us can do is show up unprepared. And really the one way to arrive unprepared is to not even realize that every influence is attempting to mentor us, is attempting to get us on board with whatever their ideals are. Very, very dangerous. You know, Jesus um, said to his disciples to take up their cross and to follow him. So I want to talk a little bit about what a mentoring relationship uh, looks like. Now, mentors have been there, done that, uh, have the scars, have the wounds that, um, you know, we're trying to avoid and that we, we're currently experiencing. The thing about that is that he didn't tell them to go learn everything, to get a Ph.D. in theology. He said, listen, follow me. If you follow me, you'll get to the finish line. You don't have to you know understand everything. He didn't ask for their two cents worth. He said to simply follow him. And that doesn't mean that if you uh, are blessed enough to be mentored by someone who is wise, someone of wise counsel, that you don't ask questions to understand what's going on and to understand the spirit of what they um, you know are sharing with you and to really be able to internalize it. Um, but challenging them. Uh, as if you know it all, is really a waste of their time and is a way to damage relationships. Uh, I can think back uh, to times in my life where I've had people who've taken me aside and have tried to show me the right way to behave in certain areas or to manage my money or to um, do any number of things. You know, people that kind of said, you know, seems like a good kid, maybe I'll share some nuggets with him and see how he responds. And in some cases, I've taken that information and I've run with it and been blessed by it. And in other situations, I've totally squandered it. There have been times where I've asked people for their help and have failed to implement what it is that they shared with me, which is probably the, a, a way to annoy uh, a, a mentor is, is probably the fastest way is to waste their time. It's, you know, why did I take time out of my schedule to share information with you, to give you the best of what I know for you to do nothing? We could have never met or never spent any time together, and you could have done nothing by yourself. And I've lost relationships over the years because of that, because people have taken the time to help me, 
and I didn't show them honor by implementing what it is that I was told. And even the busiest and most successful among us, if you implement what it is that they ask you to do to help you be better, they'll be happy to give you more advice, to give you more counsel. They will have their phone calls held. They will rearrange their plans. They will do what it is they can do to help someone they perceive as hungry, um, usually because they just want to help and want to give back. Other times, maybe the motives aren't as pure. Maybe it's the psychological income of, of being able to say that this person is successful in this area because of my input or my, my influence. Um, you know, I've had a long career in sales. And, um, you know, that's something that's fairly prevalent. People will take time to help you, but it's incumbent upon us to take their advice once they give it to you. I can think of a specific situation where uh, I was part of a company uh, and involved in leadership with the company that, um, you know, where the higher ups would ask us what we thought about an initiative that they were considering rolling out. And they wanted to get feedback from the field just to see sort of what it would look like at the grassroots level. So we would, you know, have conversations and share our feedback. And a lot of times it was, you know, fairly unanimous that we felt that uh, this initiative should be implemented this way, um, implemented not at all. It just, you know, really depended on, on what we thought and what the topic was. And it seemed like nearly every time the ultimate rollout ended up being what they were planning to do in the first place, which makes you ask the question, if you knew what you were going to do already, then why am I here? Why are you wasting my time? Why did, you know, I, I fly out here for two days worth of meetings to discuss this. Why am I on this conference call? Why am I in this meeting room when I could be doing something productive or spending time with my family? If you already knew what you were going to do. And I, I use that example because that's what a lot of us do. You know, you share with a friend about a relationship. You know, he broke your heart, she broke your heart. He or she's not treating you with the love and respect that um, you deserve and not behaving appropriately in a relationship. And they advise you on what to do and you do the exact opposite. You know, it's like, well, why am I even giving you my advice if you know what it is that you're going to do already? So um, that's the flip side of mentorship is that if you find someone who is of wise counsel, who is or has been where it is you're trying to go, and you're blessed enough to get them to support you, then it's incumbent upon you to take their advice. Now, if you find later that the standard on which you saw this person has changed and they're not living up to that standard anymore, or it no longer aligns with your goals or your standards, you can always you know, revoke that access. You could always revoke that um, official or unofficial authority to accept their, their counsel. Um, just in terms of my own life, I have mentors in various areas of my life. I can tell you that two of my most profound mentors are my pastors. You know, they are people that I've made the decision to submit to, and they have permission to share with me when, of course, when I'm doing well, we all want to hear that, but also things that they feel like I need to improve that, you know, that, you know, what was that about? You know, you might want to work on that. You might want to pray about that. That's something that, um, you know, doesn't line up with the word and we don't want to see you go down that path. Uh, and hearing that there are changes that you need to make is often painful. 
It's not something that you want to hear. It's not something that uh, feels good. But like surgery, it may not feel good during the process, but ultimately it's going to make you better. Ultimately, it's going to repair damage. Ultimately, it could repair um, you know, something that could be catastrophic to you if you'll take that advice and counsel uh, and, and implement it. So um, I have mentors in business. I have mentors in finance. I have mentors in uh, a lot of areas of my life. And one important thing about mentorship I want to make clear is that there are people who are mentoring me that I don't even know. You know, people whose books that I've read or, or listened to. I'm a big audiobook fan, so people, you know, whether I've read or listened to their books, um, you know, watch their YouTube videos. I follow them on social media and, you know, read some of their, their blogs and uh, attend their workshops and seminars and conferences and things. Uh, it isn't necessarily someone that you have to meet face to face to accept their guidance and counsel to help you be better. I was out west at a conference back in the summer, and someone that I've admired for a long time happened to be there. I had no idea he was going to be there. I was sitting near the end of one of the rows inside of the conference and walking up the walkway you know, to, to leave the, the conference center for a few minutes. He walked right past me, and I had to stop and think about it for a little bit. Like, was that you know, was that him? Or am I seeing things? So later on, I ended up seeing him again, approached him. And first of all, I thanked him for uh, the content that he provides and um, just for being, you know, an unofficial mentor of mine. And I told him that I read his material and followed him on social media for a number of years. And he was extremely gracious. We had a um, very nice conversation for about 15 minutes, took pictures, and uh, actually, we now keep in touch. To this very day, we keep in touch. Um, and, you know, that was a thrill for me. But that was an opportunity for me to thank a mentor who's had an impact on my life. And that's the next thing. When someone helps you out, take the time to thank them. Take the time to show them that you appreciate it, not just by following their advice and counsel, but by taking them to lunch. And you pay for it. You know, if someone's had an impact on your life, and you know, it's, it's important just to be a blessing. There's nothing worse than someone who takes, 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 and doesn't do any giving. And your giving might not be on an extraordinary level, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Buy them lunch. Buy them a cup of coffee. Uh, send them a card. Do something nice for them. Um, when you receive accolades or recognition. Extend credit to that person and not just, you know, taking all the credit for, you know, for yourself and, and, you know, from others, but people that have helped you along the way. One of the most farcical terms there is in business and really in our lexicon is that someone is self-made. That's absolutely not true. None of us would be where we are without the assistance of others, without the guidance, without the counsel, without the mentoring of people who have been there, done that and who helped to mold and shape you into the person that uh, you know, you've become in whatever area. Um, the quickest way and the most efficient way really is to, to change your life for the better is to find mentors in the areas of your life and, and people who are doing well and are where you want to be and follow them as closely as you can. Find out what their methods and principles and tactics and habits are and implement those. 
you know, success leaves clues, as, as I've heard said many times, and that's very true. So chances are that if you do what others have done, there's nothing can st- that can stop you from being successful in those areas. So give that some thought and understand, once again, uh, just to wrap up, that each interaction that you have is a form of mentorship. And it's very important that you examine who you allow to have access to your mind and your heart. Uh, Please leave some comments if there's ways that you feel like I can improve on this, uh, as well as suggestions for other topics that you would like me to share about. Uh, Once again, the foundational scripture, if you want to read for yourself, is 2 Timothy 2, 2, 2 Timothy 2, verse 2. And I hope this has been a blessing to you. Thanks for listening to the Faith to Achieve podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.faith2achieve.com for podcasts, videos, and articles to help you live life to the fullest according to God's will for your life. Please feel free to share with a friend and always remember that faith plus works equals achievement. Thank you for listening.